Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Yo, let's get it going out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in once again, back again to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Thank you so much for joining in. And uh, I'm happy to be here once again with the full clan, of course. I got Jason JG to my left, Tanner yeah, yeah. Dawson to my right. I'm Max Settle. And we're going to be diving into this good stuff today. We have all kinds of awesome topics. Obviously, you guys saw the thumbnail. Uh, we have some some concerns, without a doubt, about the NFL. We're, we're going to dive into those here in a few minutes for you guys. Of course, Chiefs game. Um, you know, we have, we have a little recap of last week, but it also focused on the Chargers game coming up this weekend, um, as well as, of course, our easy money picks of the week here. <laughs> Coming up at the end of the show, but uh, first and foremost, you guys, I like to invite everyone in to join in. Feel like they're a part of the group with us. Feel like they're a part of the the boys hanging out, talking sports. And I want to ask y'all, what you sipping on, JG? Well, first of all, uh, I'm going with a hard liquor. Uh, I started working out again recently. I've been a kind of a fat fuck for the last what? Uh, let's just say year and a half, two years. So uh, I'm getting back into the gym. Working out a little bit harder than I used to. I started running again. You know, I used to be an avid runner. You did. Gave that shit up, turned into a drunk piece of shit. And now I've I'm sober most of the time. (laughs) Back back in the gym, but most importantly, I'm sticking with the hard liquor. I'm I've cut way back on those fucking beers that make me blow up like a fucking balloon. (laughs) Oh, to answer your question, uh, we're going with the bullet. Bullet bourbon. All right, perfect. All right, what you got? Same thing, Same bullet. Thing. That's right. JG, you brought over the bullet like last week or whatever it was, so uh, that makes sense to be having that once again. Uh, I had, what did I have over the past weekend? Oh, shoot, I can't I, I think I had bullet. <laughs> I think I had an old Forester is what I had. There you go. So I think I had an old Forester over the weekend as well as some other things from Barley's down the road. So um, I lost track after a while, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a long weekend. Um, you know, I've been behaving myself, so. Um, you know, that's what you got to do on the weekdays when stuff gets rolling around. But I do have myself a Voodoo Ranger, um, New Belgium, out in Fort Collins. Great brewery, uh, great beer as well. So um, you guys out there listening, I'm sure you all know about this. But it's one of the more original of the uh, IPAs of the world because everyone's into the hazy this, hazy that all the time. Mm-hmm. This is not a hazy anything. This is a straight-up IPA like like your mama made them. And that's the way I like them. So uh, I, I'm a little I like tired it. of the hazy beers. You know, I'm getting sick of it. So you're sick of the hazy beers. I am tired of it, man. My it, bath, my bath towels have been getting kind of hazy these days. I don't know about you guys. I haven't well, washed. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. Don't worry. Hey, listen. Don't worry. We had some comments last week about that. They want to have updates on bath towels weekly. So uh, I think you need to give us an update. Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about that today. My, mine's doing good. Bad news. I did man, have a so. blanket that sat too long in the in the washer this past weekend. And that had to get rewashed, but that's a different story. So, we're, we're you know obviously towels are are where we're, what the focus is all about is how you bath care towels for are those hazy. Things. They're hazy right now. Yours are? Yeah, they're a little bit. They're hazy. A little hazy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll worry. we'll ask you some questions about that later on. Um, but guys, first and foremost, let's talk Chiefs for a few minutes. Of course, um, we had a 
Uh, interesting game against the Broncos. 19-8 to was the final score the last week. Um, I, it, it's not something that we were all like sitting there proud of necessarily, but at the same time, a win's a win. And um, the frustration was in the red zone for the Chiefs offense, and that's something that we've seen throughout a lot of the year. I mean, the Chiefs currently like 17th in the NFL in red zone offense, which is way down from normal. But let's keep in mind, two of those were due to slides that came down at the end of the game to run out the clock rather than punch it in. Just to, just to put some context to things, you guys. Um, but regardless, um, the offensive general has been, a, been an issue, issue, without a doubt. Yep. Guys are not getting open. We finally got to see some more Rasheed Rice this past week. Yes. He had four catches for 72 yards. No touchdowns, but hey, don't don't matter. He still leaves receivers and touchdowns for the whole year right now with two. Um, and so, I mean, for me, looking at this game, looking back, and I know this was six days ago, you guys. I'm not sorry, I'm not going to spend much time on it. Um, I, I think the Chiefs end up, at the end of the day, we come back and say, this defense is fucking awesome. And I'm excited to see what we're capable of now that Charles Amenehue is back with his team Man. starting this weekend against the Chargers. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't know that, that we've ever had this or Mahomes. First of all, Mahomes has never had this in his career, a defense this talented, this special. And Steve Spagnuolo has always been known as a kind of guy who, you know, the defense starts off slow and then the back end ramps it up and all of a sudden, boom, you're playing, you know, top 10 ball by the end of the year. It seems like we're starting off literally second in the NFL in points allowed per game. And it, that's that's a special, special thing. So um, you guys have a quick uh, thought about that game last week going into this week? Yeah, I mean, it was a shitty game. I mean, fucking boring as shit. But what you're talking about with the defense is like, it's kind of scary, right? If we, if we start out hot defensively, then you're kind of a little bit worried. Okay, what's going to happen Where's a little bit later at? in the season? But the I'm, I'm not actually worried about it because I think that if if it does take a step back, if we do take a step back defensively, then I think then the offense, that will be the point where the offense has some positive regression. We start doing a little bit better. So I'm sure you guys heard the news, brought in Nicole Hardman. So let's let's throw him out there and run some more fucking gadget plays and shit, some reverses. I mean, he knows Look, the fucking offense. We have a player we Get use that there. for already on the on the offense. He sucks ass at it. If we're going to run jet sweeps with somebody, you might as well use make a heart who's actually good at it. Who's right. actually good. And so who can turn the corner I, and go. I told your fucking ass as like two weeks ago, uh, as like, bring back Hardman, bring back Frank, Frank Clark. And right. looks no, like you didn't that's... want, you didn't want Frank Clark. I fucking wanted well, Frank okay. Clark. I guess I didn't want him that bad because I felt like he would take <laughs> snaps away from, from some of the younger guys who actually I don't still want Frank Clark. I don't care for having Frank Clark other than like Chris Jones wants him on the team. So here, here's the toy. He can be one man. of those. Can he be one of those locker room guys? It's just he's a good mentor. Maybe not get so many snaps. He's our but, he's yeah. our vet this year. He's our vet this year. Remember when Eric Berry came back? He didn't really play, but he was in the locker room after cancer, and so yeah. everyone was like rolling around Eric Berry for a minute there. Um, maybe, maybe Frank Clark could just be that guy that well, gets everybody hyped. Yeah, the thing about him is, you know, he's not going to do shit in the regular season. He's only playoff Frank. So at like, it, it, he's just kind of a, a, a guy that's there. Yeah. He's a jag. Until the playoffs come around, then yeah. then all bets are off. You don't know what I'm, the fuck's going to happen. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't play Frank Clark until, like, week 15. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's when you that's when you finally put him in. Yeah, that's, because that's when he gets angry. He gets pissed, and he starts yeah. playing well. Because in the meantime, you got all these awesome guys we're trying to develop, as well as, the, you know, it's the fact that the guys are better right now than him. So, 
I mean, why would you mess around? But but I'm not I'm not joking. The, the Hardman take you just you just gave, it's legit. He I said that I wanted Hardman back on this team because he knows the offense so well and he's better than Sky Moore and he's fucking better than MVS too. I don't give a shit. The bottom line for me with this team is like when you're number two in the NFL right now defensively in terms of points allowed, like everybody's just like shitting their pants because they're worried about the offense. I'm not doing that right now because if you have Patrick Mahomes and the two of you guys, the three of us on a fucking team, the motherfucker has a chance to win on sure. on any given Sunday. You throw yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes out there with a bunch of plumbers or electricians and you have an elite defense like, like we have right now, you have a fucking chance to win. So like, these people that are just kind of overreacting to the offensive struggles that we're having right now, like just fucking get it, over it, dude. It it's it's going to work. Though? It's going to work itself out. If anything, you want to start off slow offensively. You want to peak at the right time. We've talked about this a hundred times on this fucking show. You want to peak at the right time. So by all means, like let's, let's have a, a, a big dick defense right now. And let's kind of come along slowly offensively. Here, I'm here for it. I'm here to watch this. that shit. The offense is still top 10 in the NFL. It is. Even yes. in this current state. It we're is. all sitting here frustrated yes. and this and that with the, with the receiver situation. Still top 10. Yes. With the number two overall defense in the league. So, anyways, but, what you got? So, my thing is, too, though, like last year we thought the same thing, right? Surely enough that offense will click and it'll go off. It'll go off, right? We'll get a number one somewhere in this outside of Kelsey. And it never happened. It never happened. Juju was never truly a number one in the end uh, for us. He was he was there, which is better than... I mean, we didn't have a years. number one with Juju. We didn't have it a number was, one. Kelsey obviously was still the number one, but... But I like mean, somebody else outside of Kelsey, it never really happened. But do you, do you he really... He did have 900 yards receiving. I wouldn't give him that. Okay. Do you really need to have a number one wide receiver if you've got fucking Rashi Rice taking steps well, from week to week, and then he, you've got fucking Kadarius Tony floating around out there doing whatever the fuck he does? Whatever he's, he's got, right. he's got the talent to be the number one receiver. I mean, you don't really need to have like a Devonte Adams type on this team. I really thought that the last couple weeks here, Mahomes is really forcing the passes, forcing trying to get to watch certain wide receivers. And it's, unfortunately, that's kind of what he has to do at the moment is he has to force it in, and he shouldn't have to. I'm only bothered by that because you're, you're right about what you're saying, but he it's developing bad habits. And I know he's 28 years old, but at the same time, these habits can carry over even once things are fixed down the road. Yep. You're going to still come back to that mentally of, like, feeling the need to do these certain kinds of things when really if you can revert back to what you did in the past, that's what's going to get you're you there. Okay. But if you could develop these bad habits throughout the course of the year, that's what I'm concerned about. And as the, as the year goes on for him is just hoping he can get back to who he really is. Yes. Once things are figured out, because I don't want to go into this, this back half of the year and, you know, still see him making mistakes while we're seeing improvement from the receivers as time goes on, because, you know, I'd love to see more Justin Ross. Absolutely, in the red zone especially. I mean, why, why would you not put Justin Ross in the red zone with Kelsey out there and Rasheed Rice at the same time? Why would you not? These guys, you got 6'2", you got 6'6", six, six, and you got 6'4". Why would you not put right. all them out there on the field at the exact same time and don't do Mickey Mouse bullshit at the goal line? You know what I mean? So the, it makes a lot of sense to me. Why would you, you know, develop, over time develop these guys while the injuries are happening to, to little turds like Rich James and, and uh, Justin Watson 
and all these other other, other fucks Did on the team. Did you just call him a turd? We have like, a bunch of little on, turds man. right now that are just not worth our time and and in effort for the future of this fucking franchise. And I, I want to spend time developing receivers that are worth giving snaps towards. And so I know I know we're we're looking at a team right now that's it's it's you know we have everything we need defensively. We're set up offensively. Correct. This is not a team that I can trust when it comes down to the time to play right now against the elites of the AFC. When we play the Dolphins here on November 5th, am I picking them to win right now? I don't know. We have a firepower to do it. That's, that's the thing, right? Can you do the shootouts? Can you beat the shootouts? And I don't think we can. I don't think we can with the current, current offense that's rolling. Outside of Pacheco and Kelsey, there's not much going on in this thing. So what, what's the deal with Justin Ross? Is there something going on behind the scenes that we just don't know about and he just doesn't have the trust of anybody right now? Because I feel like he's very talented. Like, I, we should see a little bit more of him. I think it's Andy Reid and young upcoming receivers. He's never yeah. really put them in the the, shine, the light he, to shine. He likes to ease guys in. Correct. That's why well, you got Justin Watson. You got fucking right? Rashi Rice. He's he, young. Well, he's roaming around Well, he there. drafted him early, right? Yeah, Justin Ross was a DFA, and then he sat out his first year. This isn't a guy that he just drafted in the fifth round. You got to think about that. Where where was he? Where did How did he come up in the franchise so far? And this is where we're at. Now I would yeah. say, I'm not going to push him into the starting lineup. I'm not going to push him in to get a lot of reps. And But you're going to have guys like Justin Watson. He's a vet kind of coach. He's going to go after the guys that he trusts. Justin Watson's going to be a guy. Uh, there, Richard there, James. There was a time, guys, back in 2013, 2014 maybe it was, when we had Jason Avant on the Chiefs yes. in a playoff game. And the reason we had Jason Avant starting in a playoff game, as a matter of fact, was because it was familiarity with the offense. And he trusted his veteran receiver, who at the time was in his 30s, and – you know, he's never going to trust a 22-year-old or 23-year-old by any means to come in there and play in a playoff game. He wants the guys who are mature, understand the offense, and they are reliable, in quotes. Um, and that's what he's he's trying to see Justin Ross, what he's capable of, at the same time not work him in too fast. Rasheed Rice is picking up the game quickly, quickly more more quickly than Sky Moore and any MVS or anybody else for, this, for that matter in this fucking offense. And so... For him, it's like, why would okay? He's he's getting it. He understands it. He understands the basics of it. Uh, at the end of the day, clean up your drops a little bit more, and you're going to be special. You're going to put up Dwayne Bow numbers in your one. You are, because he's on pace as of this moment right now. If he continues on this path to be putting up numbers like Dwayne Bow had his rookie year, which was seventy-two nine hundred and ninety and uh, five touchdowns. That's just off the top of my head. And, and right now, where she rises at 245, 21 catches, but give him more work in the with the starters, he's going to put up those kind of numbers. So, um, so with this Meikle trade happening today, where does this put our wide receiver core at? Who you? Here's the thing. So <laughs> where do we go? We're with gonna assume, hold on, core. real quick. Look, real quick. Meikle Hardman situation. Let's go ahead and assume this means Washington, the punt returner slash hick returner is going to be demoted Montreal's, or cut yeah. possibly from the team altogether at this point. Okay. And Nico Hardman now does that full-time. That is now his full-time. He's a return man. But also can be used and brought in sparingly on the offense on certain specific type of packages to replace little turds like Sky Moore. And that's you know, what I want. Run, run, that, yeah. run that kind of stuff. Because at this point, I mean, he he's obviously faster. He knows the offense better. 
obviously has done He's more within vet. the team. I don't know if you guys know this, but last year, actually in 2022, he actually caught touchdowns in six of eight games oh, wow. before the injury. So six out of the eight games he caught touchdowns in or had touchdowns in those games. Yes, yes, because he was the red zone. I remember talking with you guys. Red zone threat. What, what, what we were, we were like week 12, and we were struggling to get in the freaking red zone. And I said, well, you could run jet sweeps with me, Cole. Me, Cole needs yes. to come back. Because punch it out. I remember that. Yes, you are right. I'm just telling you that right now. Sky Moore can't do that shit. Because Nicole he's not, can. I mean, McCole Hardman is faster. Like, it's not even fucking close. Like, he's, he's a lot faster speed. player. Straight line speed. So let's throw and, him and out there, And smarter running, just in general. Like, Sky Moore, did you guys see that catch he had this past week where he literally caught this outside play, ran right into the corner that was being blocked by Justin Watson. This was, like, a week <laughs> or whatever ago. Yep. Instead of running around the, the defender, he ran at the defender. That's the definition. Of, that's the definition of being cock blocked, right? Like you ran right into the fucking. I mean, cock block. You know, I, I used to give Niall Davis shit for running like an anteater. Ooh. Basically, you just stick your head in the ground and go forward, and that was Niall Davis. He had no vision whatsoever. Sky Moore might be a slower, skinnier, no vision little turd of a, of a receiver. Just give him some more time, it's dude. A- I mean, give him some more. Time. Hey, what do we always talk about, man? He's a developmental piece, so well, let's just develop I, him later. Not I will right now. bash him. all day long if I want to because I said to you fucks, George Pickens <laughs> was on the fucking board. Draft George of Pickens. Of course he was. We never have this conversation to begin with. Of course he was. So anyways, yeah. uh, oh, you guys a little amped up out there listening. I hope, hope some of y'all have there's something to say about that. Okay, so so Montreal, Washington goes off the board, right? Yeah. But does that push Justin Ross further down this potential change? No, it's it's all situational, Tanner. Same shit. And ju- the things that that Hardman does well, Justin Ross will never do well. So we'll still and vice active, versa. And vice versa. We'll still activate seven receivers. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right now, Richard James is still injured. Obviously, yes. Watson's injured. Someone's going to get cut though. And I, Somebody has to. Someone's going to be getting cut, and it is what it I, is. I'm going down the way here, and let's just say this Frank Clark situation does happen. Neil Farrell might be on his way out. Well, we just picked him up anyway, not that Correct. long ago. So I, I'm just saying, like, he's the guy on his way out. His so which there. which which receiver do you think will eventually get cut? Oh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, here's my word. I'm not cutting Justin Ross. It's going to be I'm Justin. I'm not going to fucking do it. No, I'm, Tanner. I'm no, you don't want it to it. be. It's going to no, be. What, what are you? Who are you cutting? If you're Rit- cutting, I'll cut MVS. Cut MVS. You're not going to cut MVS. You know this. Seven fucking catches for the whole year. Are you kidding Andy me? Andy Reid don't care. I would I cut. keep his ass out there. No. Fuck him. You know who's going cut. I would cut either him or Richie James. I don't give a fuck. You Richie flip J- a, Richie flip James. a James. Here's the I'll thing. flip a coin. You guys know I'm Richie, the... First of all, Richie James has the same number. He stole Nicole, so Nicole Harbin's number. <laughs> returns punts and then runs jet sweeps. Oh, He's the shit. exact same player as Miko Hardman. So, Richie James, I mean, you could might as well see yourself well, out. Yeah. That's, I would probably, that's the real I, I'd probably I like cut him before MVS, but again, I, I like that's that. a coin flip. Let's, let's flip a fucking it, coin. And it, it. That is the real answer is Richie James. Uh, it's I, Richie yeah. James. I, I, okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. Which is crazy because he led the Giants in receiving last year. But dip, dipshit over here thinks they're going to cut Justin Ross. No, no, no I'm just saying. Why the, the fuck would you do that, that man? Active, Tremendous upside. That active. Tremendous upside. Richie James isn't counting towards the roster right now. He's not. No, I'm saying when he does When become, he comes back, yes. When he Richie comes James, back. So you're going to cut only, one of those motherfuckers. The only reason I say Justin Ross is because Richie James is a vet, and that's Andy Reid's style. No, there's, that's there's, all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Justin Ross, there's tremendous upside there. There's no upside with Richie James. There's none. 
You so shouldn't. You're not going to cut Justin Ross. I don't want Ross. them to cut ju- they, Justin Ross. I mean, I'd be I'd be very upset if they did cut Justin Ross. I mean, there's yeah. just too yes. much talent there. All right, guys, moving on to a different part of this. Um, so I did hear on the radio today, um, talking to some statistician out there, that the Chiefs' defense actually ranks last in pressures per snap. What's crazy about that is they rank sixth right now in sacks. In sacks. So somehow you rank last in pressures, but this almost sounds reverse of the Tamba Holly days where it felt like we were pressuring every play, but then it's not finishing. Well, right now we're doing the opposite. We're we're, we're finishing, but not pressuring. So it's just a good old, good old, so weird. Good old way to just get it done quick, I guess. It's fucking but, spags, dialing it up, baby. That's, at the end of the day, I think Gotta that's what it comes that down to. dial shit up. Whenever he does dial up a bliss, it hits home. Uh, when he's not blitzing, it's we're having a, a little bit of a rough time as far as that area. But let's, you guys... We're playing so well. I'm not here to complain about anything right now on the defense. But I just wanted to throw that number out there for you guys. I'll be curious about Charles Minnehue, how his impact comes along with the team and worked in outside and inside on the D-line. Um, so the Chargers yeah. game. Um, Tanner, so, you had a question earlier you, you presented. I want to. Oh, you want to go to that route? Okay. I can go that route for a minute. Okay. So you asked me earlier, and it's a good question right now and very much uh, warranted because – this guy is now under 500 for his career in the NFL as a starter. And uh, that is despite everything that we all thought about him beforehand. And um, Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Chargers, we're seeing this weekend. Yep. Um, the, the question is, Tanner, go ahead. You, you tell me, man. Basically, my question, I said on the Let's Talk Sports Bets, uh, show, or Let's Talk Bets show today, earlier today, and I was like, you know, I'm, we're going to talk about it on the Sports Buffoons today. Is Justin Herbert... The guy. Is he the guy? You know, is he a guy that's going to lead you to the promised land? I know we talked about him having such a great introduction. The first game, his first game ever was against the Chiefs on a stabbing wound to Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Tyrod, is that right? That's Tyrod right Taylor. Okay. That's right. Sorry, I was thinking of the other baseball player, too. Uh, make sure I got it right. But, you know, you got that happen, right? He, he did phenomenal his first year. He's been a very highly recognized quarterback. But is he really the guy for 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 the Chargers? Is he the guy that put them over the top? Is he any better oh. than what Philip Rivers was? Right, right. We gotta look at this here. So real quick, my fun stat for the day is how many game winning drives does Herbert have? Ooh, it's gotta be low, man. Justin Herbert. He's got fifty five career games for the record, right? Correct. Somewhere around there. Correct. Right, right around there. Right around fifty five. His <laughs> this guy. Oh my god, he's nine of fifteen. For 90 yards and interception. That's a stat line for game-winning drives. During uh, during the first three season when the Chargers were trailing or tied in the final three minutes Wait. of regulation. That's just three minutes 15, of regulation or overtime. 15 passes attempted? 15 passes attempted. Herbert directed nine game-winning drives in an 79.8 rating. Okay. And you're talking about... Quarterback rating, I'm guessing. Correct. So nine, he has you saying under in under in the final three minutes of regulation or overtime, Herbert directed nine game winning drives, had a fifty five if it start out of how many he might have lost, right? Right, which we saw in the playoffs last year was a horrendous breakdown. Without a doubt. We saw it again this is against Dallas. He really is I don't know if this is like a Chargers curse or whatever, but the Philip Rivers comparison at this point it's, it's fair is coming so true. It's 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 incredible actually to watch kind of unfold is that you know I 
when I remember, I remember that first game. We all do remember that first game, week one against uh, the Chiefs and Chargers, and we're seeing Justin Herbert. We're going, oh shit! So we're gonna have competition going forward. Herbert's gonna be fucking stud in this league. And you know, you and I talked about this, and I was telling mm-hmm. you, you know, you're a big base, baseball football card collector. I would get some cards, and you did. You got a few. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely shocked that this is the route he's gone down, despite having Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler awesome defensive players behind him at times and Mike Williams even uh, and this all this 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 kind of players around him at these at these moments and yet he finds ways to choke Brandon Staley might be a huge issue at the end of the day I don't think it's I can't imagine in the end I can't imagine put Mahomes in this situation with the with, st- with the same coach correct that he allows this to happen correct Patrick Mahomes would not allow these things to happen the way that they've happened for Justin Herbert with with Brandon State, if he was in that same situation, do we do we, do we come into the factor where Mahomes will run in situations that we don't see Justin run at all? Is it more it's of a, a pocket passer issue in today's game of that, or is it more just just doesn't have it? Doesn't have it the way we thought he had it. Well, they need to get they need to get some kind of a uh, a quarterback whisperer in there. I mean, because to answer your question, Tanner, yes, he is the guy because. To give him the promised land? No, he's the guy. He he's the guy. If you're talking about who's going to be the quarterback for the Chargers well, for we the know next that. fucking twelve yes, years, we're aware of that. But can he get the Chargers? Is he they have Matt, no other choice. To the promised land. Hey, Matt Ryan was also the guy for the Falcons, and he got he, to the he, promised he had a, land. He had an MVP year, right? For the majority of his career, he was an above average quarterback. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you're you're kind of you're in between a rock and a hard place there because you got Patrick Mahomes in your fucking division. You got Brandon Staley as your fucking coach. You alluded to the guys that he's running with right now, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Those guys will be out of the league in three years. Justin Herbert's going to be here for a long fucking time. So who's going to be the coach? I mean, Justin Herbert is kind of – he's set in stone. He's going to be there no matter what. We don't know if he can take them to the promised land because we don't know, we don't know who his weapons are going to be. We don't know what who the coach is going to be. Like you got to think long term. Why are Tanner. we thinking long term? <laughs> what? What? Because in the, in the next five because years, because Keenan Allen, in the next five years, he, okay, he's not okay. okay. So the reason you're going to think long term is because Keenan Allen is old as dirt. You got Mike Williams floating around out there. I don't know where the fuck he is. He gets injured every year, much in the same way that Keenan Allen used to do. I mean, the we know Austin Eckler. Yeah, running backs have like a a three- or a four-year lifespan in the NFL. So it's going to be a completely different roster. Meanwhile, Justin Herbert's going to be there forever. Brandon Staley's not going to be there. Brandon Staley's probably going to get fired at the end of this year, if not sooner. So I'm going to give Justin Herbert the benefit benefit of the doubt here, and I'm going to give the Chargers the benefit of the doubt that they can get somebody in there that knows what the but fuck they're doing. They can run a program. That's not the thing. I think Justin Herbert is the guy to get them to the promised land. You said all you you, you want him to get to the Super Bowl. Is that the, your that's definition? That's the, the idea of it. That, that's that's your definition. Land. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. I, mean, but I, I think look, he is the guy. I think it can happen. All it takes is one fucking year in the next ten years. Oh, Mahomes got injured and he's not fucking playing. That's not. That's all that, it that fucking takes. Help. Who are you worried about in the rest of that division? He can't be You're not Joe worried Burrow. about the fucking Raiders. You're he not worried about the Dak fucking Prescott. Broncos. So. All you have to do one time in the next 10 years is win the fucking division, 
you're like Mahomes might get injured one year and you're going to get lucky. You're not going to worry about not going to be worried about the fucking Raiders or the Broncos. No. And you're going to have a shot at it. The question is who's going to be your fucking coach? Who's going to be your fucking weapons if, around you? It's not going to be these fuck sticks that you see around him right now. Quentin Johnson. They're not there. going Which anywhere. Are, hey, those are good They're not sticks. going anywhere. Yeah. Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen's a special player. Mike Williams is out for the year. Quentin Johnston. They got him running. Is, uh, is not getting open. Routes, Josh, hey, Josh Palmer made some great plays the other he did. day. He did. He's getting open. But Josh Palmer's getting the, open. The whole reason I threw this question out there was watching him on Monday night try to come back, throw the pick, and it was it's rinse in, and repeat. In crunch time, he does seem it's to fold. It's rinse and repeat is what it is. He does seem to it, which is very reminiscent of Philip Rivers. Yes. From my experience as a Chiefs fan, watching him continuously find ways to shoot himself in the foot uh, as a charger. But, and I, we saw this dozens of times, you guys, with Philip Rivers, and it seems like the same thing's happening over again. It is, because the guy doesn't go out so, and rush. I guess the question is, is he Philip Rivers light? Or if he, is he a slightly better version of Philip Rivers? Because, I, right now, I mm, cannot say he's better by any, by, at all. That's, did Philip uh, Rivers not have a winning record as a Charger? Yes. I believe he did. He did. Justin Herbert's under five hundred right now as a player for the Chargers. I With I would, a lot of talent around him. I'd give more to Philip Rivers right now, for sure. As of, still, as of right now, Rivers. And, and think of this. Think of this, like five too. years in. Think, think of this, too, guys. Four years in. What was the big deal during Rivers' era, right? The Chargers were always hurt. He always had his main weapons hurt. He dealt They've with injuries out the ass, and he still ended up winning games. Yes. Phil, Justin Herbert, Keenan, Keenan's healthy. Uh, they got uh, Mike Williams for six games this year. They had Mike Williams last year for the whole season for the first time. The bottom line is he's not going to. can't do it. Josh Warner is better than most receivers of the Chiefs right now. Justin, <laughs> Herbert, Justin Herbert's not going to take any of the blame for any of this shit. He should. So none of this matters. A lot for yeah. Like Brandon Staley is going to take. He folds in big games. Brandon Staley will take 100% of the heat. They'll move his ass out of there. So just keep your eye on who they bring in next to be the fucking coach. It would be Kelly Moore. Bring, I, if they Kelly bring Moore. in another shitball, if they bring in another shitball, then yes. It will be. He's not going to take him to the promised land. But if they bring in a respectable cock to run that fucking program, then, then he has a chance. I, know I do think the coach yeah. is going to matter down the road. It's not going to be. It's not, well, Kellen Moore is not going to help anything of this situation. We'll see. I want to see who they hire, who they decide is worthy of head coach. I don't know. I, I would not. <laughs> this say is Ke- the Chargers. I'm team. not saying Kellen Moore I mean, is worthy I, of that. I don't give a shit, man. Like the, the the bottom line here is like it's very difficult to compare him to Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers throughout his entire fucking career actually played home games. Justin Herbert plays Chargers zero never fucking games. home games every fucking year. They don't. They're like they, they're not in San Diego, dude. That doesn't. They're matter, in fucking dude. L.A. You know what that means? Nobody gives a fuck. Look what he did. Look so, what Rivers did with less. Dude, with less. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Why doesn't it matter? <laughs> because they actually had a fan base. I can't do dude. the home games thing. They had a fan base. All right. Justin Herbert has zero All fucking right, fan base. So uh, let's let's get out. Let's go can, ahead. But and you I, said you can't do it, but you should be able to do that. I got the report. Come on. So week seven injury report before we get into predictions and preview here. Uh, the only guy that did not practice this week is Justin Watson for the Chiefs, uh, which is good news there. Uh, limited practice. They'll never cut him. For the They'll Chargers is Joey Bosa was limited. Sebastian Joseph Day limited. Uh, and outside of that, not a bunch of guys I'm too concerned about. Did you say Sebastian Telfair? 
Uh, Sebastian Joseph. No, never mind. That's an NBA. That's a NBA guy. So everybody else uh, that was major, not much. Outside of Justin Herbert on the injured list, nobody else is really there. So should be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I know uh, Tanner, you and I plan on being there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike. That's Jason, what, we're, we're planning on doing. We, uh, uh, we talked about this, guys, uh, many years uh, for the last three years here in our existence, right? Um, how are we feeling going in this game with myself going to the Chiefs game with a horrendous record? Uh, now hold on. And uh, didn't you break the curse at one point recently? Yeah. Did it was you? A preseason game. I thought you did a regular season. Are you serious? Are you shitting my ass? The last time I was at a regular season game, it was the Tennessee Titans game when we blew it in the fourth. Oh, uh, the time before that, <laughs> the time before that was Christmas Day. I thought you were going to a game after that last time. I, I don't remember. Any, I did. It was preseason, though. Uh, the day after that, or the time before that, was the Chargers game where Phillip Rivers came back in the final two minutes and beat us, marched all the way down. Uh, so was I, that the Ajira 2-2 game? Yep. The fuck, Tanner? <laughs> I thought that shit was over with. Wait, was I might have been? I, I thought you went to a game, a regular season game, maybe one, like in the past year or two. I might. I mean, I didn't go last year. I don't okay, think so. Well, I now I'm more concerned. My, but here's the thing: he's battling my record, which is like almost undefeated from our life. Now I, I'm I, hoping that the Brewers, like attending <clears throat> the Brewers game, that turns my stuff around. Maybe that helps me go to Arrowhead and get a dub. So. Man, I don't know. The Brewers? <laughs> I wish we really? You're going to bring part. up the Brewers? Dude, I'm four. I'm, I'm five and one. Hold on. You're telling me. You're telling me. You didn't are they, get tickets. Are they in the World Series year? right now? Did did you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't go to a game Shit. last year with tickets that were given to you. I don't think I did. I don't recall, Mike. I don't recall. He was drunk. That Raiders game we went to three years ago. What was that? Oh, Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving Eve. We won that game. We won that game. Okay, we're good. We're good. I went that game. I was actually on Three years ago. I I was on the big screen, too. Uh, Yes. Okay, we're good. Remember? We're good. Yep, we're good. So you. So so let me get this straight. He's going. You're going to the fucking game. Going to the fucking game. Okay, so that impacts my my pick then a little bit. He's got a pretty bad career record. On the games. So I'm up to um, three, and I believe it's seven. Three and seven. That's your record for your – I'm oh. pretty sure that's the record for the Chiefs. If I did my – I, I wonder, just, like, my, mine is really good. Like, I'm probably – if I had to guess, I'm just – I just, just random numbers here, but I'm going to say I'm probably, like, 25 and five career at Arrowhead. Hey, we got – there you go. Combat wow, between crazy, the two man. of us. So my career at Arrowhead is, like, 80%, 85% win rate. Like I'm a, I when I go to games, I they win, is what happens more. And I've been going since like 1999. Yeah, there or we go. Let's cancel out this bad juju with that right there. That's what we need. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, guys, should we do our uh, game picks for the week? Fucking a man. My last game was Matt Castle. And I didn't even remember that shit because I was drunk as shit. Which which, which Matt Castle game did you go to? Fuck, I don't know. Buffalo Bills. I used to play the oh, Bills God. every fucking year. I literally played. Well, I, I still paid, do. I paid twelve dollars for that fucking ticket, and the parking was like fifty back then. So. Yeah, you got to see I, I Matt paid, Castle shit his pants. Yeah, he shit himself. That was fucking amazing, man. I'll never forget that day. That's it a was good question cold too. Your, I got cold outside. Your cheapest man. ever Chiefs ticket, I wonder. Twelve bucks. That's if that's twelve bucks, man. If it's oh, yeah. that's pretty good, dude. That's a hell of a deal. I think my cheapest was like around thirty. I don't know somewhere <laughs> like, like that. I don't know. Never really 
went out and splurged. Just get, keep getting the free tickets. All right, let's make our picks. I got to go see Taylor Swift. Picks? So uh, I, I bought Christmas Day tickets too. So they're my, really Chiefs Raiders. My buddy's uh, uh, his season seats are in front of the press box where Taylor sits. Okay, so yeah. you're going to try to get her phone number and steal her away from Kelsey? Mm-hmm. or No, I don't want any part of that. Apparently, she's just so amazing. We sit there in blue balls and just well, like, oh, my God, well, he this said, goddess. He said he didn't know Taylor was behind him. He was trying to figure out why his section was so busy. Oh, and, geez. like, you couldn't even get through the freaking hall if people were coming up during the game. You could get on your cell phone right now and see her right now. Yeah. We'll see what the hell she looks like it, if you want like, to know. Like, legit. He said, he said it was, like, legit a packed ass. Like, you could not get packed. You couldn't get past the restroom. Yeah, I, I feel annoying. like, Tanner, I feel like you could steal her away from Kelsey. You've got a little – you're a bulky Look, guy. You know, you got – you're a bulky if, guy. You could probably kick the shit out if, of Trav. If, if I wanted to uh, show the shine and, you know, play the game, I would do it, but I don't want to. So You don't want to? I don't have the effort, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like I, I appreciate the money. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. I, I'd appreciate the money, but he knows where she lives. I, I mean, she just yeah, fucking Cherokee, bought a house. She bought a house. No, 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 no! Don't say that shit. Shit, my bad. <laughs> don't say it because then she's not gonna fucking move over there, man. Yeah, she'll sell that shit right away. <laughs> yeah, she will. All right, prediction time, J- Jason. Right. What you got? All right, so, oh, we're playing at home. You know what? The Chargers could not beat Dallas. Uh, Dallas had the number seven defense. Kansas City got the number two defense, which is the exact reason why NFL is going to let the Chargers cover, but not win. Was it? What are we at? Five and a half. Yep. Um, again, Brandon Staley. They're not. The Chargers aren't going to win this fucking game because Brandon Staley is not a world beater um, against Andy Reid. So, yeah, I'll give me the Chiefs to win, but the NFL will make sure that the chargers cover. So I, if I, this is not my easy money bet, please do not put your money down on this shit. Does not go against my record, but I will take the chargers plus five and a half. Yeah. I don't want to touch this game either. There was a time you guys, I don't remember how many, how few years ago it was, but there was a time where the NF or the chiefs chargers matchup led the league in the most one point differential scored games in the NFL history. Chiefs Chargers matchups did. Um, I don't know if that's any longer the case, but that was not that long ago that I did see that statistic. I mean, so three, three. They, uh, they they come down to the wire almost every time. It's rare you see blowouts. I mean, it's not like we're playing the Raiders and Broncos. I mean, it's, the Chargers have always at least been a competent team, correct? Which is why they deserve respect. Yeah, even, I mean, even they, you know throughout the Philip Rivers years, Drew Brees years. And all along, it, it, they deserve respect all along the way. They've always been at least a competitive team. It is what it is. I mean, when you're the NFL, you got to protect the face of the league. The face of the league is Patrick Mahomes. You're going to make sure that he wins that fucking game, but um, he's not going to. They're not going to cover this fucking shit. That's not going to happen. I am expecting somewhat of a of a high scoring game, especially compared to what we've seen lately in the NFL. Um, I, I think that we're going to see a little bit of a shootout, which I'm excited for. I think it's going to be great football to watch in perfect weather, by the way. Uh, I'm looking forward to that forecast. 60s and sunny. But I do have Chiefs 28, Chargers 24 is my official mm. prediction. Put it on the board. Yes. And that is it. Yeah, that I is, can that do that. My, that yeah. My, which puts them at, I guess that's the over, I suppose. Uh, 48 is the over-under, so that would put them at 52. I can work so, with that. That'd be the 28 order. 24. That sounds they, about right. They've hit 
so thirty twenty seven was last year, and then twenty seven twenty four before that. So I, I would go twenty seven twenty four. That that seems more likely. That's, that's kind of yeah, where like, I think we're both kind of in that range there. That's where I'm leaning to. Twenty seven twenty four sounds about right. Uh, not quite a thirty point ball game uh, this week here, despite. But if the Chiefs can put up twenty eight, it tells us the offense is in the right direction. Correct. Yes, something to look absolutely. forward to, I, something I, that absolutely. we can build off. I of. really feel like we got to get to twenty eight to see that momentum. No, that, but that's why I did twenty seven. Yeah. I did twenty seven. I'm going. 24. I'm going twenty seven twenty four as well. Um, Chargers definitely cover. They've covered every year, uh, the last couple of years here. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of aiming that way. I don't. Seen a repeat twenty seven twenty four? Yeah. I don't I don't trust I don't I don't trust the, the Chiefs offense to move any better than what the Chargers decisions are on offense. So um, you know, but the Chiefs defense is gonna have a heyday with that offensive line. Uh look out a bunch of penalties for the Chargers, but I still think it keeps close. Twenty seven twenty four. And Chiefs. you're and you're gonna get Taylor Swift's phone number. At uh, least her burner account. Uh, you know what? Here's she's got a she's got a burner phone. I'll, Maybe you can get I'll, her burner I'll phone hop over number. to Taylor Swift's suite. Okay, here's and, what I want to do. And I'll Tanner. be like, hey, let's get on the podcast. If you guys were going, and Kelsey's been taking her around town. She stayed the whole weekend last weekend. If you were going to take her somewhere special, Tanner, where would you take T Swift? You know, obviously somewhere different than you taking your wife. I I I'd take her to Jack in the Box, man. The Jack best in the fucking taco, the best fucking taco in the world. Would, a, she's never even had on. that shit, dude. She's had In and Out Burger, which is way better. No. That, no, well, you, that okay, that's Mike, fine. Mike, but she's never had Jack going, in the Box right? tacos. Like we know where we're going. We say, hey, you know what, girl? Let's go. We're going to the furniture store. And we're, oh, shit. We're getting two dollar beer, something Dude, I can. She'll afford. buy the whole store. But she I would can actually, afford it. No, she would like that because it's fucking. It's a ghost town. There's yeah. nobody I'll, in there. I'll tell her I'll get. But the she'll first, buy furniture in there. I'll tell her I'll get the first round. She takes care of the rest. You know. But yeah, we're, that's where I would go. But like, don't let her look at the menu. Make okay, her, yeah, yeah, make yeah. Her think it's all take all the menus down. <laughs> it's all twenty bucks a piece. Just don't know? worry about Just, it. Like, it's like high end. Thing. It's high end. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fun. All right, all right, guys. Uh, speaking of fun, fun. So uh, last week we talked about National Whatever Day. This week it's National Ooh. Whatever Day again. I wonder. But this week is. it is actually. Do you guys know? Here we are on this Wednesday of October eighteenth, National Leggings Day. You know, this makes me think of something pretty cool when I hear National. Stay. Well, I mean, these are hard to get on. Let's face it, you've got to be a man to wear tights. Will, help me, seems Perfect. <laughs> Every time. We're men. We're men in tights. What the fuck is that? We <laughs> roam around the forest looking for lights. We're men. We're men in tights. I've never actually seen this shit before. Is this from the 90s? Robin Hood? Robin Hood? You would, you of all people would watch something like that. What the fuck? Tanner, when you think of Legging Day, is this what you thought of first? First thing I thought I was trying to find it. Glad this is a thing. We're the forest looking for fights. We're men. We're men in time. I can't believe I have to watch this. Let's get it over with. <laughs> oh my gosh. We may look like pansies. 
<laughs> I just now I quit drinking. I, I stopped drinking the last few weeks. Now you're gonna drive me to drink. Well, you get weak me one more. Uh, you don't give me mine. <laughs> Wow, I'm God, glad. Go suck some cock for putting that I'm on I'm glad here, Tanner That's found bullshit. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad whenever we found it out, it was National Leggings God. Day, October 18th. This is the Gosh. first thing Tanner thought about was that was the first thing I thought Robin about. Robin Hood. Um, Robin Hood and tights. It's like I've been waiting my whole life um, to show it. And you guys that. know I love musicals. Oh, my God. Woo. I mean, I guess it's well, probably I, some musicals. I do want to. I, I do want to apologize on behalf of oh. this guy over here for putting that shit out there. It's one of the most like epic I, movies. That out was there. painful, man. One of the most that epic movies painful. out there. Yeah, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Tanner. I did. Um, I, I you guys have any other thoughts about tights on this kind of? You no, know, I, I kind of had an idea about something, but now my, you know, like I, I thought my whole time I, I'm going. I just kind of threw you off. Bitch, right? don't kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill. Now, now I'm like, all right, my vibe might be a little shooken up right now. So no, I was just I was kind of pissed off because they they put it on a Wednesday this year, and so you guys who are big sports buffoons fans, you've been listening to this shit for a while now. If if you go back into the archives, there was a show when I told you that I, I like to do a little bit of cross-dressing on the weekends. <laughs> and that's true. Like, I didn't I forgot quit. about that show. I, I don't want you guys to think that I... Dude, that was a lot... That's back in my apartment. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want you guys... I don't want you guys to think that I quit doing that. I'm still doing it on the weekends, but I'm fucking pissed because they had the, the National Tights Day on a fucking Wednesday this year. I'm too fucking busy. I don't have time for that shit. Um, but... Um, I'll just, I'll throw it out there, man. I, I shouldn't be saying this right now, but on the weekends, what I do is, so I, I do the tights and then I put on a fucking tutu and I dance around like I prance around like a fucking ballerina Yeah, in my house and, uh, nobody sees it. Like I don't put it on camera and shit because I'm not a TikTok guy, but, um, I'm loud and proud. That's, that's, uh, I'm loud and proud, man. I'm that's glad this could allow you there. to come out because like, this is also one of those days where, you know, we can all be ourselves, and you know, you know, leggings come in all different shapes and sizes. You can wear the tights, or you can wear the baggy leggings if you want to. But for the most part, I mean, I see most yeah. of the time it's used for as gym equipment or gym apparel, I should say. Um, I don't know. Is that something you do in the gym, or you just keep that to yourself? Nah, I don't do it in the gym, man. Okay. No, nah, I don't want to be made fun of, but I just it's it's only at my house, only on the weekends. You know, and you know, if if there's anybody out there that is listening to me right now, you know, just be proud of who you are, man. You know, be do do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I certainly, I mean, you guys all know I do whatever the fuck I want, like yeah. my whole life. So it keeps just you throw warm. it out there, man. Be proud and this, this time put of on year, those man. fucking tights. I don't give a shit what day it is. Just throw them on there. It keeps you Get warm shit too faced. because it's right up against your skin. You know, it's it's keeping too much air from getting into your yeah. skin. So. You know, it's also nice to have it in uh, October, which is, you know, traditionally a nice month, but cold in the morning. But I, I do get shit-faced, though. I've never done it sober before. I, <laughs> oh, I've never oh, okay. I've never worn the tights sober. Never so worn the tights sober. That okay. could be a personal problem that I might have to have addressed a little bit later on. Maybe. That's something that is a, is a fun topic for maybe a different day, though, All right. about why that might be an issue. All right. What do you so, think about all that, Tanner? You getting pissed over there? He can't no, even fucking stop that. I don't know, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you making fun of me, Tanner? Don't make um, fun of me. Am I making me. fun of you? No, don't make fun stop. of me. I, I think, the, I think it's a great you. thing, man. I, I wish I had that kind of creativity on weekends how many, to wear how many godfathers are you Robin Hood though? tights. That's what I want to know. How many godfathers? Godfathers, godfathers does it take to get the tights on? 
Um, <laughs> come on, say it's four or less. Four or less. No, Tell me. I no, I I do it after one, man. One, I just, just one fucking drink. One, so this I'm is ready the real you. This is why it's a w- wonderful thing to look yeah. this out because. This is just inside of you. I'm ready to roll, And it man. makes it, that's a true thing, and it's real. It's really the real you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready to be who I am, and I'm going to I'm gonna do it, man. You know? And it, Good. Like, uh, you know, you guys don't believe me. You think I'm full of shit right now, but, like, I, I like to, we talked about Justin Herbert a little bit earlier. Hey, man, I'll see it when I believe it. You guys don't believe yeah. that I dress up in the tutu and the tights? Hey. I'll see it when I believe it. I'll see it when I believe it. There you go. That's right. Old shout out to Patty, <laughs> Patty Mahomes for that one. <laughs> that's that's probably Pat's biggest mistake of his whole career Woo! right there. <laughs> hey, man. All right, I've well, only said that twice on this um, fucking show. I'm happy about it. This was supposed to be... Yeah, this, this is an interesting topic, but I mean, I'm going to leave it alone. Um, <laughs> no. I, I, I will no, say no, no, I'm no, glad no. it's legging season. It's, it's legging season. It is legging It is legging day, but it's also legging season. That's correct. Which I am all for... So if you want to do your tights more often, that's awesome. But I also have my other interests that I would like to participate in myself uh, with the Lakers. Your other interest should be yeah. not having a beard today, which I oh, failed. That's right. You failed. He did not fail. I shaved I've, this morning, actually. But the reason why we yeah, should bring he, that up. He, he's got something. I was pretty hairy. After today before. is National No Beard Day. But the only thing we hear on the news is we talk about the beard. Fucking James Larden. Oh, God. <laughs> should we talk about the We're beard? We're not going into that right now. We should talk God about damn. the beard on No Beard Day. No. You know why? No. Because that they're going to run why? that fucker out of town. Why? Well, that's Do fine. You, they want to. God Do damn it, Tanner. Don't entertain this right now. This is, is going to be I'm going to keep it short. End. I'm going to keep it short, right? Okay? These next two topics are going to be short. I'm going to keep it short. Fuck. Do you really think that Philly fan, and I respect Philly fan, Philly fan that's about ready to go to the fucking World Series right now, do you really think they want Larden on their fucking team while fucking what what's his nuts? Joel Embiid is getting ready to leave town. No. no. Dude, no. They don't the want Larden on right their now. team. They're stuck with it. It's still the preseason. I don't give a fuck. So I I <laughs> you know, I I do I do feel sorry for Philly fan right now because they're going through a lot of they're different things. A lot of They've bullshit. got fucking Larden roaming around out there. They've got the fucking and he's Phillies. in Houston right now. Phillies could win the World Series, in which case they'll start jumping their light poles and stroking their dicks and whatnot. See, and then, meanwhile, you got the Eagles out there that they're kind of on the edge. Like they don't, they they don't, they don't really believe in Jalen Hurts right now. He's had been playing like shit here lately. So I, I feel about? sorry for Philly fan right now, man. And the main reason because of the beard. The beard should not be rolling around, roaming around out there. They should just cut his ass. For God's sakes, get it over with. Just cut his ass. He wants to be traded. Nobody wants the motherfucker. Nobody. The whole world fucking knows it. Just cut him. Just cut him. They're going to have all the cap space in the world, like, in the next two years. All the cap space in the world. Just get rid of him now, dude. I don't want to sit here and watch Larden on the Sixers. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. Tanner. I, I want you to respond to that what he just said, but maybe in like a few. Here's the thing, we 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 put together this this fucking pod. This is why we're the buffoons, you guys. This podcast for you guys every fucking Wednesday, and today we put together this awesome thumbnail for you guys, and it says on the thumbnail why the NFL offenses are dead, oh. and then we're going to tell you how they're going to be fixed. Ooh. 
And so you out there listening right now, I know you're sitting there waiting on your ass. We're here talking about, you know, stretchy tights and Robin Hood and what Jason does on weekends. <laughs> and, and you just want to hear about why the NFL sucks this year offensively. Because it does. Guys, if you've paid attention at all, and I'm sure if you, I've watched as many games as I possibly can, um, despite all the other happenings among the world. But um, it's a real problem. It's it a real is. problem right now in the league, and the games themselves are not as good. There's a bigger point differential this year than we've seen in quite some time as well. Um, it's it's something that I'm curious about, and what I, what I want to say is just the NFL feels different because it really actually is different this year. And uh, so you, you might think, okay, maybe I'm just being a little deceived in my own thoughts and things. Like maybe maybe I'm just not paying attention enough. Well, no, actually you are. You're paying attention. You're paying attention the right way, as a matter of fact, just as normal as ever. It's that the fact is the game has changed this year more than we've seen in some time. And I, I want to bring bring some stats out to you guys real quick, just to put some things into context. So um, so far, the average combined points per game by year. I'll go ahead and say this year is forty three point four. Now, just in twenty twenty, it was fifty point eight. Um, 2019, 44.7, 2018 is 48.3, 44.4 in 2017, 46 or 40. Yeah. 45.6 in 2016. We're seeing obviously that we are down from the normal, uh, this year at this point. And we're having a a clip of, let's see back in, um, 2018, we saw 328 passing touchdowns scored in 106, 118, excuse me, 186 games played. And we have played 186 games played so far this year. We've seen 245. So from t- from 328 to 245, that much of a difference just from what we saw five years ago in the NFL, which was Mahomes' first year, obviously. So I'm sure his touchdown was uh, was helping things statistically <clears throat> along the way. Right. Um, but we're also seeing a crazy jump this year, more than ever. The biggest jump in over-under difference since 1991 um, the under is hitting on a 61% clip this year in the NFL. And that is what's, that's, what's amazing to me is that, um, right now we're, we're sitting well below average and the, the bookies are just loving it. I'm sure. I'm sure they're loving the unders this year Scooping because, um, this is, uh, you know, most people, you know, in their hearts, you know, if, if you're not a professional sports better, people love the over, you know, it's, it's more fun to root four points than against points. And so you're typically going to get a few more bets on the over than you will on the under. Well, the unders are raking it in. And over the past few years, we've actually, over the past three years, as a matter of fact, we've had 88 more unders than we have overs <laughs> in the NFL over the past three years. That should tell you one thing. Uh, we, we have an issue going on right now. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, or we as fans just need to adjust. But what I have a problem with right now is everything in between. Everything going on on the field. You know, take take the betting out of it. I have a problem with the quarterback play. I think quarterback play is right now as bad as I've seen in a very, very long time. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing guys get better. I'm not seeing progression of players. I'm seeing fuckers like Daniel Jones just not get no, got how much was his contract, Tanner? It was like fifty. How much did his bullshit ass get paid? Right. Isn't it what it and is? And he just shits the fucking bed. And now right now he's injured. You know, I'm not seeing guys get better and better over the time. I'm seeing guys actually uh, get worse in a lot of ways at quarterback. Um, this this year especially, I mean, we, we've not seen too many of the players get better. 
Joe Burrow's off to a rough start. Patrick Mahomes off to the worst start of his career, as a matter of fact. Um, Josh Allen's doing all right, I suppose, at the moment. But um, oh, uh, it's a four-year, one-sixty mil. Wild, wild, wild numbers. <laughs> I'm. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with some of the officiating going on. The illegal man downfield calls right now are at an all-time high. Yeah. Now you're on to something. More of those. Um, We're seeing just the calls in general. What they don't don't realize, the NFL loves points scored, right? Correct. What what they don't realize they're doing, actually, in all of this changing of rules and putting more emphasis on certain calls more than others, because they do that every year. We might walk into a year with the same calls as ever, but they have more of an emphasis on certain calls, and so you got to pay attention but more. That's something that's the, actually hindering the offense. It is, but is it is it our real concern? You what? Know, so, so here's the thing, guys. We bring this up, okay? We bring this up because of the fact that we aren't scoring as high as you know past years. Um, you know, it, it could be many things. A lack of talent. Honestly, I do believe there is a little bit of a lack of talent. Uh, especially in the QB side of things for around the league, that could be one. We could we could definitely blame the refs and the, the way they they're tracking or they're calling you know certain certain calls in certain areas. But in the end, can't we just give credit to the defensive side of the ball? Absolutely. Can't we just give de- credit to the defensive scheme? We talked about this. We we had a episode if you guys remember right, talking about uh, pitchers and they had to. They couldn't do spider tech or they couldn't have anything sticky. Now they have checks every time all because they kept the offense in check. Right. And all of a sudden MLB is like, yeah, that's not selling tickets. Defense don't sell tickets. So we got to do even more checks with you guys to make sure you don't have any kind of small advantage with it. Right. Instead of just giving credit where credits due, great pitching location and that we're doing the same thing with this, with this side of things, side of the ball of not giving credit to the defensive schemes, the defensive game plans, the, the the coordinators, the assistants, ETC, ETC. The defensive side of the ball has just been better, and there's better athletes. Tanner, yes, Tanner, part of, part of the you issue, I mean? the OCs have been lazy. Yes. The OCs think because the rules that they have in place right now in the NFL, you can just show up and get some touchdowns. Just go along. And meanwhile, <laughs> like you said, the, athlete, the better athletes are on, on the, the defensive, defensive side, side of the, of the ball. ball. Absolutely. Those Across the board. Think about the linebackers we got today versus maybe 10 years ago. 10 years ago was just the mainly – your linebackers are mainly just hard hitters, stopping the run, maybe giving you a concussion here and there. Today's linebackers, they're dropping back in coverage. They're making interceptions. They're flying inside a blitz. They're so, it's so different from the athlete's perspective of it, of what we have in today's game versus 10 years ago. And, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it prosper because the offensive side of the ball has not developed. Another thing, guys, a few more stats for you all. Uh, the rate right now of two high safeties going on so far this year is almost a 40%, which is up from yes. four, up 4% four from even 2020. So year by year. So 2020 was at 36. 2021 was at 37. Then 2022 was 38. 2023 is now up to 40 which is just wild. That tells me right away is that teams are just playing more two-back safety at all times to eliminate that deep pass, which in turn is causing quarterbacks to be throwing the ball shorter than ever, more checkdowns than ever, the the deep pass in the opening, and, guys, play-action pass is non-existent. There used to be a time in the day in the NFL where you would set up the you have Jake the run the to snake, have man. the run to set up the pass. Jake the snake. We're no longer having the run to set up the pass, you guys. Everything is just reversed. Everything's Here's what's going to happen one day. The NFL will eventually 
revert back. For the, there will be one team who yes. does this. Reverts back to more old school 2005 approach. And I say old school, I mean literally 20 years ago. Approach to their game. The Air Coriel offense might make a comeback, you guys, because that's, that was all about downfield vertical passing based off of the run game and play action pass. Right now we have shotgun. Everyone's running shotgun. Everyone's in pistol. We're not having underneath quarterback plays. When we are, it's just not working. It's not working because we're not setting it. We're not getting the run to set the pass. And this is what the NFL is turning into at this point. What's going to happen is the defense is going to become so overpowered because they're actually putting in work coaching-wise to figure out how to stop this this offensive-powered league. And they have been. And to where Des- there's going to be one day some offense that finally Des- digs in and like, finds a way to beat despite it. Despite the uh, referees calling more for the offense, they're still able to figure out how to put it into the, some of these offenses. Jason, what's your thoughts, man? Do you believe? Do you agree with me, or what are you thinking here? Let's give the defense some fucking credit give here. Give the defense I mean, some fucking credit. That's I what mean, I'm saying. for real, for real. It's amazing. I, I'm giving you my That's best Phil. Yeah. my best Phil Jackson impression That's what this there. Is. For real, let's <laughs> give them some fucking credit here. So, uh, yeah. So defensive adjustments, like I, I'm going to give you guys my bullshit answer. I'm going to give you my real answer at the end. Okay. So. Defensive adjustments, yeah, that's fine. Like, like you can adjust to players and shit like that. New, the new rules that we've had in the last couple of years are pro defense. Okay, that's true. Offensive line play has been pretty bad overall in the NFL in weeks one through six. So that's true. That's true. Okay, but that's that's my bullshit answer. Okay, so my real answer as to why the offenses aren't really doing that much this year is because the defensive penalties have gone way down. You guys know I'm a numbers guy, okay? Last two years, defensive penalties go down. Offensive penalties sort of stay the same, okay? So I feel like that's something like it's kind of hidden. Nobody really looks at that shit. You kind of look at penalties overall, and penalties overall – they haven't really changed that much, but the offense stays the same. Offensive penalties, defensive penalties go way down. That's not actually fair. If we're if we're gonna talk about playing a fair game in the NFL, that's not really fair, dude. And so, like, we all know, like, some of these games are rigged. Where you, if you want to talk about fucking point spread or the NFL decides which team's gonna win, I mean, like. We've, we've heard about these players, former NFL players, say these games are not decided on the field. Well, I dis- I, well no, I disagree with it. I, I do believe that the games are decided on the field, but with a caveat, right? So there's always a – you always got to talk about nuance, okay? And so I think that the NFL is kind of turning this thing thing around. They're, they're, they're favoring the defenses in the last couple of years, and so – um, it's kind of on a pendulum here, but I, I think that it, it's not really it's not really it's not really a fair game, man. Like a lot of these games are being fixed. I mean, my gosh, did, did I mean, Mike, you made your pick last week that the the Browns are starting fucking PJ Walker against the Niners. Who who in God's green earth thought that that was a, a legitimate game? Like that was a an NFL team versus a college team. But what happened? The fucking Niners lost. 
Nobody in their right but, mind, nobody in their right fucking mind thinks that that was not give, a rigged fucking game. Everybody in the world knows that was a fucking rigged game, okay? Here's the so thing. when you're going to throw more penalty flags on the offense than you are on the defense, well, by gosh, get, what do you think is going to happen? Like, it's not fucking rocket science. The offenses are not going to put up as many fucking points. The defenses are going to be fucking amazing. It's not fucking rocket science. Okay? Case closed. Yeah, I like that take. I, I think there's just a couple real solid points, though, along the way. I think we are seeing a lack of creativity from offensive coordinators. Yes. When the, within their offense and the way that they perceive their own talent of players around them. I think defenses are adjusting better than ever, as well as the fact that the talent on the defensive side of the balls is getting better than ever because we're seeing defensive ends who look like wide receivers out there running four threes, fucking rushing the passer. That's a big part of it. That's why you're running for your fucking six, life. Six. Play. Just long-ass Jason Taylor-looking guys everywhere. Imagine that. Yeah. Jason Taylor would have fit in well in today's game. You know, he was so great, obviously, with the Dolphins, but, you know, the, in today's game, he would he would have been the prototype of what you want to see, but now every team seems to have a Jason Taylor. Correct. Um, and then as well as just the fact that I, I think that um, we're seeing also just the quarterback dilemma in this league is an issue. And what I mean by that is we don't have as many elite quarterbacks as we thought we might have had in this league That's because they've, they've all been crumbling, folding. Even Jalen Hurts has been playing not not so well. Yes, they're 5-1. and one. Joe, Joe last started rough. That last game was awful. Patrick Mahomes has had his worst season so far of his career, which is better compared to a lot of guys right now in the league. But then the, the guys who are in the middle or bottom are are really sucking ass. You know, oh, it's really it's bad. not good. Yeah, it's not. We're not seeing anybody no. step up anymore. We're not seeing that that talent show through. We're not seeing guys convert. We're not. And another stat I just found out recently was uh, inside the red zone now, fifty two percent of plays are um, from shotgun. Yeah, on run plays, yeah. on run plays alone. So I'm not saying on pass plays. I'm saying fifty two percent of your your shotgun run plays inside the red zone. Whatever happened to going under center, so, but, having a fullback, let's and throw fucking it powering there. it in. Let's throw a dart at it, right? You you mentioned it here. We're talking about offensive line. Yes, but but that was my bullshit argument. Why is uh, it a bullshit argument? Because I, I, I'm not they're calling about more. Your... They're calling more fucking penalties on the offense. That's why but, we have shitty offense. Why line, right? are they calling more shitty? Or why are they calling more shitty penalties on the offensive line? Why? Because the talent sucks. There's no the, – the schemes are bad. You're not getting the right players. You can't – you're just not getting the right people in the vault. And so the offensive line, these last 10 years, maybe a couple here and there have been really, really, really good. But you're not getting really good offensive linemen. You're not getting a solid line. It's, it, and it's, it shows. It shows the capability of the defensive athlete ability – it's killing any kind of talent that's on the offensive line for a lot, a lot, a lot of teams. Yeah, that that is definitely part of it. That is. I mean, think about it. it. If you can't block four guys with five guys, what makes you think you're going to be able to get that extra linebacker, that safety that comes up, the corner blitz? You're not. You're not going to get it. You're not going to scheme it right. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the direction is going forward from here because, as I said, we're at sixty-one percent. On the unders, um, this week in particular, though, the average over-under is 
42.6. Wow. Is the average over under 42.6, which is below the current um, 43.8 that we're putting up right now. (laughs) This is a shoe change in Baccarat. This is a shoe change. Well, it could be a shoe change. Could be a shoe change. But let's just say that the <laughs> the odds makers have adapted a little bit, and considering the average is forty two point six, that's a whole point under what the current uh, number is. I'm just I'm guessing at some point it may not be this week, it may not be that next week. At some point, got to flip around. You're a bit. gonna want to hammer that fucking over, dude. This is at the this point. is the largest under um, to this point in the season and since 1991. Yeah. So. Uh, that that tells you a little something right well, there. Well, we're sitting here right now. We're bagging on the NFL right now. Yeah. And we're not the only show that's fucking doing this. No. So at some point, they're going to get tired of listening to this shit. They're going to talk to their fucking officials. And the referees are going to start calling flags on the defense. So It's going to happen, dude. Here, here's your dilemma. Guys, we're about to talk easy money picks of the week. So uh, here's your dilemma going forward is that we have some picks to make. And knowing what we know now, knowing what we just went over, what we talked about just a moment ago, uh, how is that going to affect our current situation of picks? Well, it, it's easy for me. So I'll just Should I'll go first. I'll go first with what? my easy. No, 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 we're not doing it right now. We're not doing the easy? No. Not yet, not yet. He was just Hang saying, on. what ha- the fuck, he, dude? He, that's my bad. <laughs> I led you, I led you on. <laughs> I led you on. My, that's my, I apologize. Oh, fuck. I know what he's doing. I apologize. No, he's, he's, he's trying to he wake was just, up here. He was just asking, like, no, how does it affect what that. you got well, with that to, stat? He's trying to wake me up. Yeah. We, <laughs> all right. Hang on. Hang on. Hold on. Just so we're going to talk about trades for a moment. Here. Give me 90 keep, seconds. Keep that, Give me 90 okay, seconds. Let's talk trades, Tanner. Let's talk trades. Fuck. Oh, shit, All right, Tanner. Dude. Guys, you saw the other part of the thumbnail. So we're about to give you guys your perfect pickup or drop or trade in your fantasy league for the year. Um, so we're, we're working PPR, so that's basically what we normally go off of when we're making our decisions. And so uh, this is a trade you must make coming up before the trade deadline in your league. Uh, Tanner, what do you got? Honestly, and I think you can get still good value for the guy. And I said it a couple weeks ago here, selling Derrick Henry. Selling Derrick Henry is your trade you must get rid of. You must get rid of him. Go get yourself maybe a couple pieces, maybe a low end, you know, a wide receiver two and a, a you know, a high end RB4 or something like that uh, to help replace it or look on the waiver wire. But I'm selling Derrick Henry. So far each week, we've been seeing Tajay Spears come in and handle more snaps than Derrick Henry. Uh, you're talking about also in the passing game. We're seeing, this, we're seeing the beginning of the decline for Derrick Henry. Ty, 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 sorry, Ty J. Spears is playing 51% of snaps in the passing and handling majority of the two-minute offensive work. That Derrick Henry I mean, has that ball. Deion, US, Deion Lewis used to do that too for the Titans, but the difference was Derrick Henry was in his prime, and, and so he was the workhorse. But also, Ty J. Spears is, has been running hard and is a beast right now for that Titans offense for the running game. And if you're getting the spurt of a little bit of young uh, potential there, a young growth potential with, with Spears, they're going to move Henry. And I would suggest moving off of Henry as soon as you can in this. So that's one of my first sales for the, for the day, for the trades to be made. All right, guys, mine, you guys know I'm all about that, uh, you know, 
buy low, sell high kind of lifestyle, right? Well, there's one player right now going on who's been working with a quarterback who's had a hard time getting himself registered so far this year. If you have enough idiots in your league, possibly, or one particular idiot, T. Higgins should absolutely be your guy you go make a trade for right now. He's right now only got 39 fantasy points right now in your league. He got two touchdowns in week two. Since then, he's got four, three, and four, and zero on his record books for his fantasy points. So this is a perfect situation for you guys out there. Just had a bye week, uh, or is having a bye week uh, now, actually, um, to go out there, make a move for T. Higgins, and, uh, you know, try, try to get into the, the feelings of uh, that, that certain owner of T. Higgins. Give him a good offer. You guys know we've talked about this before in the past about how to make trade offers. And um, I, I just think he's a guy right now with 39 points total so far in this in this season. You can absolutely walk into this and get a steal because down the stretch of the season, T. Higgins is going to be a viable weapon and uh, put up some great numbers along the way. So maybe, maybe sell him, offload a guy who's – overvalued a little bit at the moment for a guy like T Higgins. And uh, I think over the course of the year, you'll see a great swap in points. Love it. For my buy, I'm going to go with Bijan Robinson. So he started out hot, right? But he hasn't been great the last couple of weeks. Um, that's kind of a shitty offense. We got Desmond Ritter over there at the quarterback position, not really doing a whole lot of shit. I mean, that's uh, nobody really believes in Desmond Ritter. Okay. So you've got kind of a, a really good running back on a bad team. So, but I feel like now is the time to buy Bijan Robinson because you might have some sellers out there that are kind of thinking, well, you know, he blew up the first couple of weeks and had a bad week and had a good week four, but he hasn't. He's not really a world beater in these last couple of weeks. Um, so if you can make a legit offer there, I would go after Bijan Robinson. As far as guys to sell, gosh, my gosh, I just looked at my fantasy league and I realized that Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are number, they're both in the top four in my fucking fantasy league. Um, I'm not buying that shit. I don't think that's going to last. Um, so I'm going to sell either one or both of those guys. You probably don't have both of them on your team. Um, Josh Allen is banged up with a shitty offensive coordinator. And so uh, what, what happens if Josh Allen is banged up? Well, that means Stefan Diggs is probably not going to do so well either the rest of the year. Josh Allen is probably going to get even more banged up because that's what they do. They just run that fucking guy into the ground. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sell those two guys and buy on Bijan Robinson. There you go. Very nice. All right. I got one more sell here. Um, that would be Corlin Sutton, guys. Corlin Sutton. Yeah, some potential trade talks where you might, you know, he might go somewhere. Jerry Judy might go somewhere. But this Broncos offense is horrendous. Okay? There's no reason to have him on your team. You can go out and get a guy like Tank Dale, get a guy like Tutu Atwell. Go get a, I mean, some guys in the same vicinity of his scoring is Devontae Smith, Reynolds. Uh, you can go out and get yourself even a Rashid Shahid. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Rashad, Rashad Sheehy. Rashad Sheehy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. He has his games, right? Chris that guy Godwin had... is less than him. Tyler Lockett's less than him. Uh, Josh Downs. Go get yourself Josh Downs. <laughs> he both got fucking right buffed and he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Rashad Sheehy. Well, you know what? The last time I checked, he's not actually 50 years old yet. I think he's still in his 40s. <laughs> yes, they might be able to bring his not. ass out of retirement. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll throw I'll throw a pass to him. I mean, I can throw passes. To was Rashawn he drafted Sheehy. in like '99? He, was, he uh, might be he was right. '99 guy. Look it up, Ted. He might be 50 years old. I'll oh look here. shit! <laughs> he said Rashawn <laughs> Sheehy. <laughs> oh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, he oh, was uh, '98. <laughs> 98. Third okay. round, 98. So he's probably he's Shahid, probably 49 right now. Shahid, you know what I mean, New Orleans receiver. Shahid. Yeah, that fast but skinny Tank guy. Tank Dale, Josh Down, <laughs> Shahid. Go get yourself some depth with that uh, with Cortland Sutton. You can get yourself probably at least a piece or two uh, by getting rid of him now. All right. Well, guys, I, I don't have any others. I'm glad you guys. What about? Uh, I, got, I got one, yeah. I guess. Uh, I, you, you took Cortland Sutton there, so I'm going to say you should – just add Marvin Mims. Not it's not a trade, but add Marvin Mims because yes. uh, he makes sense to add to that team. Correct. I'm expecting a trade to happen for the Denver Broncos before the trade deadline, which means Marvin Mims will be immediately thrust into being a starter full time from that point forward. I'm just that's me going off my so, instinct. So there was one article, and uh, you know, just because I have a guy here right now, but are we are we trading James Cook? Uh, if you got I, James I would not Cook. trade away James, James Cook. Cook. I'm not trading I, away I James I did Cook. try to buy him. I, I literally tried to buy him this week. Yeah, yeah. He's a buy for I'm, me. Yeah, I'm not trading away James Cook. Yeah. That's what I thought. I, I'm I with do. that, too. I don't, I don't believe it either. No, you, you guys know how I feel about him, and there's no reason to trade him right now. So, all right, man. We ready for the easy money bet of the week? Almost ready, guys. Um, I got to... I got to make sure. I, this is a tough week, man. We got some shitty-ass fucking games coming up this weekend. I know. I had to it's think tough. about it a little bit longer than usual. Uh, but I finally settled on a couple of games here. Most importantly, guys, sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit my page, signupexpert.com slash buffoons, you'll be connected to all the sports books in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sports books have valuable sign-up offers for new users. And when you register through my link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash buffoons. Gentlemen. Gentlemen, beautiful. <laughs> might be time for the easy money bet of the week. Beautiful, man. I'm so glad for our sponsor. Appreciate you spending the time to uh, let everyone out there know about that. And uh, no, it's it's great stuff, you guys. Um, that is, I'm out of breath. Uh, I can't be I can't be a bartender, I guess. So he had to basically run to the refrigerator so he could <clears throat> get uh, another fucking hard alcohol out of there or whatever the fuck he's drinking and uh i was get, just refilling beverages get hammered. One. it's time to get hammered yeah There's i'll two take <laughs> yeah go get me go get me some bullshit i might get you on here while we do our bets because uh i i'm personally tanner needs to go ahead and give me the shunning language because i'm upset about way i've turned out so far this year a little rough a little rough i'd say it's right? my worst year i've had so far in second remember 
That's what I can remember. As far as on the easy money bets, yeah, it's it's far the worst. But honestly, like, while he's looking that up, it's all about positive regression, negative regression. I mean, the JG, I mean, I'm pretty sure I I ate a dick last year in terms of my record. Meanwhile, this guy was fucking amazing. So now it's kind of like... We were yeah. the pendulum is, is swinging back in the other direction, so that's what happens when it just you swings, right? I gotta get a win this week for sure. Yeah, got, you have to. Do you know what JG's record was last year offhand? Like just that percentage wise, I don't remember. It, it was, it it was, was probably, I mean, it was probably 41, 42, somewhere in there. I would say it was above 40. I'm gonna go 30s. I don't know. <laughs> hey, fuck I don't you, <laughs> just because know, you man. ate a dick last year doesn't mean you have to trash on my uh, cock. All I know is I'm disappointed. We need to do better as a team with this. So let's, yeah, we need to get on the back in the winning streaks. Let's get the breakdown here for the recap. For you got to ride the hot week. hand. Tanner's going to let you know, but week, you got to ride the hot hand. Week right now. six recap here coming into play. JG with the big dub. Texans plus one and a half. Got that dub there. Texans finally got that win instead of winning last week for me. Uh, next up, Mike with the loss of the week. 49ers I can't minus seven. That. Um, I'm I, with you, dude. I cannot believe. I'll, that. I'll be honest with you. No, I. Well, okay, it was minus seven, yes, but I had five and a half. You did five on and my half, actual yeah. bet. Yeah, and I thought that was like a surefire. So, so I had a parlay. Just so you know, I had a parlay from kickers for between field goals and extra points for the morning slate. All of them was right, except for that final game. For the 49ers, I needed one more extra point, and I would have won 150 bucks. No reason on, for those turds to have lost like that. So, appreciate you, 49ers, minus seven with the L. Next up, myself, Lions, minus three. Dub, that was easy dub. Appreciate the Lions there. And West Virginia, minus two and a half. Got that L because uh, nothing like a three-second Hail Mary from the 50, guy falling down and walking in the end zone. Appreciate you, West Virginia, for shitting all over the place. Hopefully we can do better. Our current record is 14 and 15. Uh, JG's win percentage is 57. Mike's 43. Myself at 47. And our sports buffoon's total percentage is 48%. Not good, guys. Through week six. Not good. Not good. We we need to be in the high 50s to low 60s is what we need to be at. And, uh, yeah, we're off to a rough wheel. I'm holding us down, man. I'm normally the guy you guys rely on. And uh, I'm holding this down at the moment. So uh, let's see if I can get us back on the right track here. So I'll let you guys go ahead and go first. Uh, if you want to go first, JG, uh, let us know. Yeah, man. There, like, there's so many shitty games this week. Like, I, I just, I was very interested in the Miami at the Eagles game because I feel like this is the one that nobody Fun can game. fucking settle Fun on. Game. Nobody can settle on this shit. I mean, the Eagles are minus two and a half and minus 150. So, for my easy money pick, I'm actually going to take the Eagles' money line here at minus 150 because I do not trust the NFL with what we just talked about early in the show. But I do believe the Eagles are going to win this game. I feel like that's a solid bet. Philadelphia is right now the number nine defense in the NFL in terms of giving up yards per game. Miami is middle of the pack defense, okay, if not towards the bottom Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Tua, okay? I understand that Tua is playing better right now, but overall, like, you're going to see some positive regression at some point for Jalen Hurts. I think it's going to happen in this game. He is a better quarterback overall. I believe in him. Um, In much the same way that I told you guys I believed in C.J. Stroud last weekend. Um, And so 
Philadelphia has got the better defense. Um, I understand that this is a sort of a get-right game for both teams. A lot of people are talking shit on Miami right now because all of their wins came against either mediocre or shitty teams. Yep. Um, and that's true. But Philadelphia, man, they, they've got to get this shit done. I mean, they lost the fucking Super Bowl. Like, the, I think Philadelphia is still a legit team this year. But, you know, this is this is a get-right game for Philadelphia the same way as it, it is for Miami. They have a lot to prove. They got the better defense, the better quarterback. So I will take Philadelphia minus 150 here. I know you guys fucking hate those money line odds, but I'm going to tell you to take that to the bank right now. Here's what I would say. Put it on the record books, but with the parentheses that it's a uh, – Minus one fifty. No, no offense. I'm not no doing offense. that. No, you do. I think it's fine. Stand. Yeah. Stand. Well, I, just, I don't trust it, so, man. So this could be it, a one one point but, fucking no, game no, no, or a two point game. No, but think about it. Like we look at Miami's schedule. Outside of the good defensive they they played this year, Bills in New England. That's all I'm going to give them. Outside of that, it's a shit fest. Right, and they struggled against New England. They struggled against the Bills horrendously. They gave up quite a few points they, to New yeah. England, and that's my problem with Miami. Exactly, and there's no reason why Philadelphia can't do what those two teams did. Miami's a great team. Miami could win the AFC there's, this year, okay? I'm not sleeping on Miami. I'm just saying for this one particular game, give me the Eagles. There's so much pressure on Miami to win this game. There's you have there's probably no too much pressure, There is, which is why pressure. you should bet on Philadelphia. Love the money line, love the pick. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. I, I can't wait for the game itself, man. I'm just pumped for that to good see one. a good game because we, I feel like we've seen, like especially this past week, a lot of crappy football in the NFL. I, meanwhile, on college game day, we're watching great games everywhere, mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, we saw that Oregon game was wild and uh, Oregon-Washington game. The other and thing to meanwhile, watch. Meanwhile, NFL was just like, come on, give me something good. <laughs> other thing to watch in that fucking game, everybody's been talking about Tyree Kill and setting the fucking record. I, I don't necessarily think that the NFL wants that to happen because of his d- domestic, alleged domestic violence issues in the past. I don't necessarily think that they want him to break Calvin Johnson's record, so they might be throwing throwing some flags and trying to control that game a little bit. But, uh, yeah, definitely I'm not, I'm not buying Miami in this game. Fair enough. All right. Uh, all right, guys. So I found a little fun one. Um, I was surprised as I was scrolling and looking and digging deep. And I found the Packers at Broncos under over 45 points in that game. And uh, you guys know, we just went over this about the over-unders in this whole situation of the league. And some might be going, oh, well, this this is a great case to go the over. I'm, I'm going to go with the logic and say the under 45 Ooh, in this game. Wow. Um, the Broncos give me no reason to want to uh, expect a lot of points. And um, for me, so I, I'm looking at a low-scoring game in Denver, which is the way it should be, um, where I, I'm seeing a game that's you know something along the lines of 2017 between Packers and Broncos. So I'll take the under 45 in that game. I, I need to get back on the winning track, you guys. This game stood out the most to me. Um and it makes the most sense, in my opinion. So, uh, even money, get it under 45. So, you're not buying my uh, graphic that I sent you the other day that said that Russell Wilson had 12 touchdowns, four interceptions, actually had better numbers than Patrick Mahomes, who has 11 touchdowns and five interceptions. You don't think 
You don't think Russet Potato can pump up the score a little bit this that, week? That graphic has nothing to do with anything with this game. So okay, uh, I'm, just, I'm just that's saying. still the reason why. I'm just saying, man. Can, that, that that graphic about that I saw, but it has nothing to do with this game against the Packers at home. All right, I think uh, I, so, I support you in your fucking pick there. I well, support we you support each other pick. in these picks because I, <laughs> we all need to be fucking winners. All right. I think I think what Mike's looking at is the Raiders game. Green Bay before their bye played the Raiders. It was an under forty three. Uh, Broncos played the Raiders first game of the season. It was under 43 as well. So I think I, he's just hoping it bases off of that, I think. In the I, I would say I'm with him, except that, like, I actually think Russell Wilson could go off in this game. At the same time, Jordan Love shits the bed because he's on the road in Denver. So, like, mm-hmm. that, it's, it's, I, I agree, I, mean, I agree with you on the against under. Against shitty Denver defense? I, I agree with you on the under, but it's just, like, it could be close, man. You know how, like, you know how the NFL is, man. Yeah, not sure. Fixing, on that one. fixing the bullshit. I see. I see a game where the clock is rolling a lot. I don't see the, a whole oh lot yeah. of stoppage of play. Oh yeah. Only th- That's only what reason I why I'm I'm kind of like eh, kind of because you you do got I don't know, man. Like you got the uh, it didn't reset. There it goes. Broncos have been over almost every game, but the Vegas and Chiefs game. Well, so. we're only six games in, so. Just saying. I'm just saying. So I'm good with it, though. Hey. Let's let her ride. Let her ride is what I say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. I got my picks here. Uh, we have, uh, we'll go uh, NFL bet first. Yeah, baby. We're oh, coming fuck. back to it. Here comes the NCAA. Get ready. Lions money line. They're going against the Ravens this year. There is a plus money on the money line. This uh, Ravens are actually favorite. Uh, even though Montgomery's, I know Montgomery's out. I'm aware of this. But here's the thing. The Lions are so good against the run. Is that all that Ravens can do? They don't have weapons outside of Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews is I, I'm living under a rock somewhere, right? So, yeah, plus 136 on that money line to plus three line for the Lions. If you want to go that route, that's fine. I'm going the money line at plus 136 against the Ravens on Sunday. There you go. One. So good I, one, Tanner. I like that. Uh, you know no, it's, what? It's, Back-to-back it's Lions bold. picks. Let's go. Back to back Lions picks. It's Let's bold go. And it's good. I, I like that pick for sure. So the only for my college pick, there's only one team. Oh shit! Here it goes. There's only one team that has gotten me the dub for college. Right. <laughs> What's your college record right now? I'd like to know that. I told you, number. I'm one and one, two, three. Four. One and four. Oh shit. With one and four. One, four and one. One, four and one. Are you cooking? Are you sure you're not cooking the books? I feel like it was worse than that. We're going Don't be cooking those fucking books over there, man. It, oh sorry. Easy money bets. Yes, I'm one, four, and one. One, four, and one. <laughs> In my real life, if outside of the show, I'm much better. So So you're looking for some positive regression. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Hold on, this goes back to last Talk year. Talk him in the ass. This goes back to last year with theaters. So no shit. There's no regression. Oh shit. Here's the deal, bad. ladies. Here's the deal. This is bad. We're going back to the team that got me the dub uh earlier this year. Right, we're going back to Air Force here. Oh, Air God. Force minus ten and a half, oh, number fuck. twenty-two in the nation, six and zero. There's a reason why this team twenty-two and a half, twenty ten and a half, ten and a half. They're number twenty-two in the nation. This is the team that sits here and runs the triple option and runs all over the ass. Navy mm. is who they're <laughs> facing. Forty years, Tanner. Runs all, Navy, runs all over the ass, and that's your justification. Navy, for Navy, telling these fucking people to put their money and. If you listen, I could tell you why. 
You're looking yeah, at, I'm looking at Air Force, who beat Wyoming, who beat San Diego State, San Jose State, who was ranked at one time, Utah State as well. Uh, you're looking also against going against a team called Navy, uh, who's gotten called their, Navy, uh, called Navy. That's gotten their <laughs> asses blown out all year long. It's a team called Navy. <laughs> it's a team called Navy. Last year, uh, you're looking at Air Force beating these guys each time. Look, Air Force is freaking good, and they are going to be the team here to get at it. They're going to be seven to zero. Air man. Force minus ten and a half. At minus one hundred six on FanDuel right now. Oh boy! I'm ham- I mean, that's the best line I got. I, I, I hope you get it, Tanner. <laughs> Why do you hate against Air Force? You, don't even, you don't even know what Air Force does. You, you no, I used to live in Colorado Springs. I know exactly what no, they do. No, no, you don't know oh. what they do now. Oh, the what same the, fucking shit they've always done, Tanner. It's just different people. They're better. They're good. Okay. They stop players. All right. I guess the team called Navy. Okay. We'll see how that turns out. That's all I know. I can't wait for this dub. I'm ready for it too, man. We can't need to get. We need it as a team to get, to get our Mike, get our numbers pumped up. Mike, I do got to ask you because uh, you are a college guy as well. You just don't bet. It I just don't. Here. I don't bet college like that. You know? uh, what, what do you think of this Penn State Ohio State? Uh, I, I I'm gonna. You know what? I I can't. I I never bet on Penn State. I never do. Never spent never spend any time betting on Penn State, which I probably should. Um, but. I'm going to lean more towards Ohio State in that kind of matchup. Are you? It's it's one of those rough ones because I can always see Penn State being a sneaky team because they they are they are kind of a sneaky team that can come up and uh, beat a team that they shouldn't beat. Which, in my opinion, this is that matchup. Um, I, but I I just I wouldn't really mess with this game or bet on it or spend much time on it. Um, other than I would just say, don't be surprised if Ohio State does take a loss in this game to Penn State. I, I'm, that's I've, that's I've all already, I could say about that because I've I, already thrown money down on I've, Penn State. I've seen away. enough. I've seen enough over the years. Penn State is one of those sneaky teams that goes in there and rips your heart out. They do. So uh, I, I wouldn't touch it personally, but if you want to touch it, you go touch that thing with a ten foot dick if you feel like it. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly going with Penn State. I I listened to the interview with their their coach uh, after the last game and some. Dickhead reporter asked asked him a dickhead question and he gave an amazing answer to it. So yeah. I'm real with the Nittany Lions, baby. Nittany Lions. Take it to the bank. There we go. There we go. Let's go Sandusky. Whoops, wrong wrong coach. Um, I can't believe right, I, I can't believe I just said Nittany Lions. By the way, like that those words have never come out of my mouth in like hey, my whole fucking hey, life. Shout so. out shout out to my Penn State brothers. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my Penn State brothers. They know who they are. Yeah, Penn State brothers. So we all took Penn State on this. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's wild, man. That's crazy. Okay, should well, we put it down? Easy, could be I, easy. I'm not betting on this fucking shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna bet on that. Fuck no, game. man. I have no. I've dem- already thrown down ten dollars. Let's go, babe. Ten whole dollars, man. That's more than that's more than you that we get paid in this show normally. So that's pretty crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, he does pay me my salary, so I'm, well, I you do get paid every shit. week. So that's that's a true thing. All right, guys. Well, um, I don't have much else to say. I'm glad we got to go through this and explain to you all why the hell the NFL offenses are dead and why it might not come back for a while even. I mean, that's that's part of the thing, too. We, we, it's up to the NFL if they want it to come back. But they also cannot make this flag football because then we're also going to lose interest as fans if that ever becomes a thing. So, um, you know, obviously that's something needs to give, which I think one needs to give is better quarterback play, better coaches and get back to the art of quarterbacking. The art of quarterbacking, to me, has lost its way over the years. 
We have too much freelance bullshit. Not everyone's Patrick Mahomes. He's a very special player. You cannot do what Patrick Mahomes does. We have a lot of guys that have come across this league now that uh, I think need to be kind of reverted back to some of the old school style of quarterbacking to be successful in this league. And uh, I don't know that we have coaches that are really pushing that at the moment. And I think we need to get back to that to get back to quality offensive play calling. You but, know, you know, Mike, there, there are a lot of people who, who do want flag football because they don't yeah. want to see another Antonio Brown come through and hurt his cock and never be able to think straight again for the rest of his life. So well, there are those people that, that want flag football. That hit was illegal. Uh, from Vontaze Perfect, the, the particular hit you're referring to, um, but a life was a life was ruined. But Juju Smith-Schuster also gave Vontaze Perfect a hit of his own at mm. a point in his career, which I'm hoping was a nice little payback for that kind of dirty shit. That's true. That Vontaze has done throughout his entire football career. I'll give you that. Different story, different day. We're not, <laughs> and we're not talking about Antonio Brown on this fucking show anymore. He's arrested. He's in jail. Oh, Go put no, his dick in jail. I, I don't care. I, don't I feel bad for that guy. The NFL nah. owes him a shitload Fuck of money. Fuck that guy, dude. All right, guys. <laughs> Tanner, do you have any final thoughts? Because Jason gave his. Like, subscribe, follow. Go check us out on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, your favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. Check us out. Listen to us there in case you miss the show. And with that said, uh, Tanner and I might say something to you guys out there on Sunday morning-ish, whatever the fuck. We're going to the game. So uh, we'll go something out there for you guys on Sports Buffoons, I think. Something live from Arrowhead Parking Lot, as long as the cell phone coverage works. Yeah. That's the key. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Shitload of money. Outro. See you guys. Shit.